Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what TGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, you want things good, and that is what we do. That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful service. We'll go deeper from where we stopped last week. It's a continuous series, okay? On the Christian Essentials. Christian Essentials. So this morning, our title is Theology. The Doctrine of God. Now, Theos means God, obviously. And Logic from Logic, Knowledge, Doctrine, Teaching. Alright? Study. So Theology means the Doctrine of God or the Study of God. So, we have been on this for a while, you know, it's the same topic we are continuing, right? But, you know, so we can have a new topic. Let's give it a new name. It's the same thing we are talking about, okay? It's the same flow from three services ago, all right? We're just continuing in that line, all right? But so far, how has it been so far? How has it been so far? You know, I'm reminded of when Paul took the Ephesian church two and a half years. Yeah, he was talking about stuff like this, okay? Because the foundation has to be right. The foundation has to be right. What does what? Right. Solid. Okay. Clearly, clearly knowing. Clearly, interesting. Clearly knowing the God you you serve. John one. So this morning is a you know of course we two finish today. Okay. I ask for grace and um, utterance to do this right. It's a long. God is with us. Amen. All right. John one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was the God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him, all things were made. Without Him, without Him, nothing was made that has been made. Okay, let's hold on. Let's hold on. So, started, we've been on this on this chapter for a while, okay? But it's a good place to start. In the beginning was the Word. Now, it's not saying that the Word began at the beginning. But he's saying that before all things the word was. That the word has always been the word is eternal. Now, the word beginning there is from the Greek word arche. I think it's spelling A-R-C-H-E. I'm not so sure right now. Arche. Um, the meaning is you know, the founding principle, the preeminent rule, Okay, is where monarchy comes from. Monarchy, okay, monarchy, single rule. So, is the, the academy means beginning principle, you know, first above all else, preeminently. So, he's saying that first above all else, before everything else, the word was. And he says, and the word was with God. Now, the wit there, the, 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 the Greek is, para, I think it's para, yeah. Let me confirm that. Now, the Greek word just means face to face. 
it's, it's kind of, you know, Greek has different kind of words for wit, okay? There are many words that, that say there's pros, there's para, there's something else, okay? There, but this particular wit, let me confirm that, okay? Particular wit means face to face. It's beyond just the normal wit, okay? This wit here means face to face, saying that in the beginning was the word, the word is face to face with God, the word is closely linked to the Father. Do you understand? Yes. Are we following? Glory to God. Hallelujah. And that the word was God. Now, that was the, not, it doesn't just mean that the word was God and it was stopped being God. But it means, the, the word there means the word for all time is God. Was, is, forever shall be, shall be, shall be God. Yes, sorry. The wit there is prose. Thank you. Now, I said there's paras, there's prose, there's one other one, okay? The prose there is face to face, okay? It's beyond just it's been just sitting with, okay? It's a face-to-face kind of um, with. So to show the level of intimacy of the word with God the Father. So the word, the word was with, face-to-face with God, closely knitted with the Father, okay? Amen. And the word was God. And it says, it says um, and all things were made by him, and without him, nothing made that was made. So look at that. Without him, was nothing made that was made. Look at that again. All things were made with him, okay? All things were made through him, and without him was nothing made that has been made. Meaning that, you know, the word is the creator. That whatever was created was made with the word. That the word, the word wasn't created. Make a clip. The word wasn't created. The word is the creator. Now, this clarifies for you, Genesis 1. I guess John says, John says to, to, to respond to funny claims, okay? Like people say in Genesis 1, 3, that when God said there be light, the light is Christ. That's sort of funny, funny things, okay? He's saying that nothing was made that was made without the word. So the word is not in a creation. The word is co-eternal, co-existent with God. You understand that? Okay? And the word was with God, okay? And all things are made with the, with the, with the word. Can we go further? In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Awesome. Go to verse 4. Go to verse 14. 14. 14. The word, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Look at that. He says John, that same word. That was in the beginning, that was with God, and is God. That same word took on flesh, the incarnation. That same word took on flesh and dwelt amongst us. See that the Jesus Christ that we saw in the flesh is that very same word that was with God at the beginning. The Creator Himself was with us. He took on flesh and dwelt amongst us. Now, think about about the application that Yahweh took on flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory. We have seen his glory. The glory of the only begotten son, NKJV or KJV, right? The, 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 the begotten there is, now I said actually that it's monogenes. Now the Greek word is not spelled monogenes. It's not pronounced monogenes. It's called monogene. You know, it's interesting. 
<laughs> but it means the one and only Son, the unique Son of God, that you know that is that is like that that, that shares a type. That's with God. Okay, so he says we have seen the glory of the one and only God of the Father, one and only Son of the Father, the unique Son of the Father. Who, he says, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Glory to God. Let's go on. Fifteen. Fifteen. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me. Because he was before me. Look at that. He was before me. I, I told last week that John is older than, older than Jesus. Right? But he was before me. To show that he is pre-existent. <laughs> Glory to God. The book of John. Eh? John wrote this book to respond to several, several um, heresies. Okay? So his, his chief aim was to show the deity of Christ. So you see from the beginning. That, 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 his first line was, in the beginning was the word, was the, God, the word was God. To start with, to show you, this is the purpose of my writing. To show you that the Christ I'm talking about is God himself. Look at that. Please go on. Out of his fullness, we have, all, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is, in the, and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Look at that. So no one has ever seen God. By God, it refers to God the Father. No one has ever seen God the Father. Again. Now, when Christ speaks, his word is law, is authoritative. Okay, so whatever he talks about is true. You can't argue it. So he says, no one has ever seen God the Father. But the one and only Son, again, the, the word monogene, the one and only Son, who is himself God. And in what? In what special of the Father? Has made him known. So John states clearly, the word himself, the word himself is God. Jesus is God. It is too clear here that, you know, because it's funny that we still have people arguing on these things. People that believe the Bible and still argue on these things. But, you know, it's quite clear. It's quite clear, all right? It says, who is himself God? And it says, no one has ever seen God the Father. Now, we'll come back here, okay, talk about, about, the, about Christophany, the parents of Christ Jesus. It means that whoever thought they saw God, the Father, did not see the Father. It says, the Son who is himself God has made him known. The Son himself, God, has revealed the Father. So, wherever you thought you saw the Father, who you saw is the Son. You understand? The Father cannot be seen. He can't be seen. So, you can know him, but you can't see him. So, wherever you saw, you know, God in the OT, wherever you saw God, you saw Christ. So, he's saying that, you know, when you saw, when Moses talked with, talked with, with God on the mountain, when, when Abraham saw God in Genesis 18, who he saw was the son. He saw the son. He saw the son. Yeah, he saw the father. He saw the son. He saw Jesus Christ the son. The father cannot be seen. So when Moses saw God, who Moses saw was the son. When Abraham saw God, who did Abraham see? The son. 
So he's saying that he has always been there with you guys all the while, but we never knew the son. I was trust us to go for that, okay? Don't worry, I, I'm going to talk about, it, about, about the crystal, crystal funny. All right? So, it's not, it sounds like big, like that, like, you know, skinny to you. <laughs> Glory to God. But this is clear. Now, all over the book of John, all over John, John kept on saying over and over again in three places that no one has ever seen the Father. Let me show you more. So that to, to clear doubtful eyes. All right? Glory to God. Let me show you. If I, I was planning to go there before, but let, let's, just, let's start from there. Then we'll continue. All right? Glory to God. Go to John 5.37. John 5.37. John 5.37. John 5.37. Yeah. 30, 30, 37. 37. And the Father who sent me has himself testified concerning me. You have never heard his voice, nor seen his form. It's a petition to clear, to clear what he's saying. You have never heard his voice. You have never seen his form. You have what? Never heard his voice. You have never seen his form. So when Moses saw that form of God, he was not seen by the Father. It was the Son he was saying. You have never seen his form. John 46. John 46. John 646. John 646. John 646. No one has no one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he has seen the Father. Look at that. No one has seen the Father. So wherever you saw God or you saw a form of God, who you saw is the Son. It could be angels, but it just not say, you won't say you saw God, you saw an angel. You know you saw an angel. You won't say, say you saw God. You get Now, it's part of the Bible where you see OT, where you see, you see an angel, clearly an angel. When you see the, the angel, the angel is usually Christ. Now, the one angel there is no, easy now. Relax, everybody. Relax, relax. Okay? Relax. It's study. It's study. If I have time, I'm going to show us. When you, when you, hear, when you read the angel of God appears, the, the angel, now there's the angel and there's an angel. When you see the angel, the angel is usually an appearance of Christ. Now, the one angel means messenger. Messenger. So, it does not mean, it does not always mean angel, angel, just messenger. The word means messenger. So, when you see the there, it is usually an appearance of Christ. Do your, your, your study. And it's why, when, when we come into the, into the new covenant, into the, into from, from, from John, down, from, from um, Genesis, from Matthew downwards, you never see anywhere you go here, the angel. That the angel was stopped in the OT. Check it out. That was the angel. It stopped in the OT. That's how it became an angel, you know, because the, the angel himself was Christ, usually, when you see the OT. Read your Bible, pray every day. That's what the 6.16. First Timothy six fifteen. First Timothy six fifteen to sixteen. Why is this important? Why? Because it's in the Bible. That's why. It's not a textbook. It's in the syllabus. Why is important? Okay. Abi. Let's 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 find the syllabus. Let's find the entire thing. All right. Which God will bring about in His own time? Yeah. God, the blessed and only ruler. 
the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Go on. 16. Who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see, to him be honor and might forever. Amen. Is that clear? It is. It's all over scripture that no one can see him. That is clear. Okay? We can know God. We we'll, we'll get to heaven. We'll fully know God. We will know. But that scene, we see the Son. We, we know the Father. We see, we, we know the Father. We see, we see the Son. All right? Glory to God. Now do your study. Okay? We'll get there. Let's not jump steps. Okay? Glory to God. First John 1. First John 1. I see Jesus, I am lifted up. I see Jesus, seated on the throne. I have revelation of the living word. I have revelation of the... Let's sing, help me. I see him seated. My depth is paid. This is my Sabbath. This is my Sabbath. Why fire? I'm going to suck you. This is my rest. Oh, come on, don't worry, don't worry. White fire. Come on, your eyes. All right, first John, first John 1, 1 to 4. First John 1 to 4. First John 1 to 4, quickly. That which, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, that we proclaim this we proclaim. the word of life. This we proclaim. This we proclaim, sorry, pardon. The, the life appeared. Go back there, verse one. verse 1. Please take it slowly, okay? That which was from the beginning. Look at that, again. This is John, another book of John speaking. That was, that was one. I started from verse 1 again. Make it clear, this is his issue. So the verse 1 again of this is, that which was from the beginning, again, to show you that it was from before time. It always was. That there was never a time when it was not. Okay? Please go on. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and, touched, and our hands have touched, this we proclaim. Concerning the word of life. Yeah. The life appeared, we have seen it and testified to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the with the Father and has appeared to us. Yeah. We proclaim to you that we have seen No, we proclaim what we have seen. We proclaim to you what we, we have seen. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his son Jesus Christ. We write this to make your, our joy complete. Look at that, to make your yeah, to make our joy complete. See the point? That's what the Father, the same life of the Father has been revealed to us. We heard him. We saw him. Our hands have touched him. To show that the one who came is the one who was, the one who is, and the one who forever will be. Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5, 11 to 14. Ephesians 5, 11 to 14. Ephesians 5, 11 to 14. Please, again, in this series, if you want to help yourself, start from the beginning, okay? It's a, thread of, it's a train of thought. Okay? So you can follow, you know, the train from the beginning of the series itself, okay? So you can, you know, better understand. All right? Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands, 
and 10,000 times 10,000. They encircled the throne, encircled the throne, and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice, they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying, To him him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. The four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. You see, the Son worshipped the Father. Worship with the same worship of the Father. So, so some people say, you know, sort of um, ideologists, some say, now, he's, he's a special being, you know, but he's not, he's not God, you know, he's a little, like, like God has made him a little lower, you know, it's not, it's not God, stuff like that. But he's saying, look at it here, he was giving the worship of the Father. He was worshipped with the Father to show their equality. So it's not a special being. Some say the special, special man. No, it's not just man, he is God. God does not allow men to be worshipped. Do you know that? We worship God. Okay? So when you see someone in the Bible that is still worship, okay? It's not just a, not just a mere man. In fact, it's not an angel. Revelation 22, 6 to 8. Revelation 22, 6 to 8. 22, 6 to 8. Please go on, quickly. The angel said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God, who inspires the prophets. You remember I say, I mean, no, I I like it. The God who inspired the prophets. <laughs> sent his angels to show, his angel, to show his servants the things that must soon take place. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed, blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy written in this scroll. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I had heard them and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing them to me. Now, please, again, when I said the angel is not shown, I'm, I'm not, don't, don't now, anywhere you see D is Jesus Christ. Let's be careful with the context. Okay, now here we saw we saw the you saw an angel that was showing that was to take place. Eventually, the angel here from Christ. You see the difference between them. So I'm not saying that, the, that anywhere you see the angel, just automatically assume it is Christ. Okay, do your contextual checking. For example, when you, when you see Genesis 18, you see that Abraham worshipped the, the, the angel. You know, that, no, he worshipped the Lord. He worshipped what he saw. When you see other places where they use the angel and you see worship, you know it is Christ. But don't, don't, don't put a blanket, a blanket copy and paste. Then where you see the angel, it's because English, English matters also. When you see the angel, that it means that they see Jesus. Am I communicating? Please do a contextual check, okay? A contextual check. Because you'll see here that the angel here is not, is not Jesus. It's a regular angel. And you see from, from the response of the angel to just worship. Am I clear? Have I, have I talked too much? Is it clear? All right, please. Read it. No, 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 that's it. I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing them to me. Yeah, go on, nine. Can we mix it faster? What's happening? 
Hallelujah. Please use your device. Glory to God. But yes. he said to me, don't do that. I'm a fellow servant with you and with your fellow prophets and with all who keep the words of this scroll. Worship God. Look at that. Then, so he was, he was trying to worship an angel. And the angel said, don't worship me. Worship God. Do you understand? So to make it clear again, just back and backtrack just for clarity because this is important, okay? Now, usually in the OT, you will see an angel of the Lord appeared. Or you will see the angel of the Lord appeared. Okay, usually, when you, read the, when, when you, see, when you see the context, that the angel is usually Christ, okay? But don't, don't, don't go everywhere doing a copy and because for, 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 for example, you know, you know, the English matters, okay? It's a place where the English works as the angel of the Lord, okay? The, or the angel. English, but check it contextually. You see that what I'm talking about is, is true. So please, context is, um, what was my point? That Christ cannot be just an angel, just a regular angel. Why? It is his worship with the Father. No, my angels do not receive worship. Am I clear? But Christ receives worship. So you can't say Christ is an angel. Genesis 20, when, when, uh, when Thomas touched the hand and the side, what did he say? A father watched and said, my Lord and my God. So Christ is worshipped. Yes, are not worshipped. Hebrews 1. Hebrews 1. Hebrews 1. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in different ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. Right. The son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. The son is the radiance of God's glory. The son is his exact representation. His exact representation, his exact representation of his being. They share the same essence. Okay? It's the rest of God's glory. He says, he says um, he sustains all things by his powerful words. Verse 2 says, he made all things, you know, through him also were made. To show again, the son is, 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 is co-created with God. They share, they share the representation and the son maintains all things. The son sustains the, the planet by his powerful word. So obviously, the son is gone. Please go on. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. I'll explain this. Go on. For to which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son, today I have become your father. Or again, I will be his father and he will be my son. Please pause. Now, people can read this, read this and misread it that, that the, the son became the son on a particular day. Now, because it said here, yeah, the son, you know, um, um, became higher than the angels. That um, this place says, you are my son, today I've begotten, I've, I've begotten you. Now, read, when you, when you read, it's quoting here Psalm 45. Psalm 45, yes. This psalm is a, is a coronation psalm. It's a coronation psalm. So it's like saying, um, you are my son, but today I ordain you king. Now, he has always been a son. It's a, 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 a song of coronation, coronation a new king. Yes, so it's not as though that son became the son that day. He was always a son. Do you understand the context here? 
Do you understand? Yes. Do you understand? Yes. Everybody understands? Is it clear enough? Amen. It is not clear. They have it online. So, okay. But is it, is it clear? One more time. Awesome. Thank you. This verse, reference Psalm 45, a coronation psalm. Coronation. Like, for example, you have a child that is your son already. But you now say, you know, today, today I become your father. Because this is father. But today, the day of ordaining king is, 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 is symbolic. Okay? It's, um, it's an idiom. So it's not, not, just, it's not just a, today I, 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 I'm your father. No. He has always been his father. But today, you know, I'm your father. It's like, it's today I have ordained you as king. That's what I'm talking about. Now, this part references, you know, when Christ died and resurrected, when all power in heaven and earth was given to him. Now, don't forget that. Before time, he, he, he had all authority, he had all glory, right? But he laid it aside when he came to the earth. He came to the earth, still God, but he didn't fully, he didn't fully live out his divinity. The kenosis, Philippians 2. Okay? When he died and resurrected, he went back to the glory he already had. But this time, he went not just as, as God, he went as God-man. So now, he became, he became God-man for our sake. So this is his creation psalm as God-man for our sake. Ephesians 1 says, he rules all things for the church. Do you understand? So this is the day a man became God in heaven. Man, God, God, man. So it's a coronation psalm. It was always God, but now he's, he's not just God, God. He's God, man, you know, ruling as God, man on our behalf. When he says, all power, you know, that's not to me. You go there for. So he now got everything for our disposal. Please go on. So it's comparing him here to angels to say he's not angels' mates. And I guess people are saying maybe he's an angel, you know, maybe he's clinical. He's just claiming them here that he's God himself. He's no angel. Do you understand? So this is this, this Psalm 45 in, 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 um, in the Psalms. Every Jew, they, see, they know it's a messianic psalm. It's a messianic psalm. So they know that psalm talks about God. Why Hebrews who quote and say the son that is God is not angels' mates. Amen. 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 Good. Good. Derek, good. Should I ask questions? I should not ask. If it's good, I should ask now. All right, let's go. And again, when God yeah, go on. And again, when God brings his first body to the world, he says. Let all God's angels worship. Look at that. Let all God's angels worship the Son. Mm. All right, go on. In speaking of the angels, he says, he makes his, angel, his angels spirits and his servants flames of fire. But about the Son, he says, your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. A scepter of justice will be the scepter of your Look kingdom. At that. So the angels are called ministering spirits, flames of fire, whatever. But says the Son, about the Son, it says, Your throne, O God. So God Himself calls the Son God. God the Father Himself calling God the Son God. So your throne, O God, is forever. You understand? Know, Please go on. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God has set you above your companions. By anointing you with the oil of joy. He also says, 
In the beginning, Lord, you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the works of your hand, are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will roll them up like a robe. Like a garment, they will be changed. Uh -huh. But you remain the same, Glory. and your years will never end. To which of the angels did God ever say, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? You see, to differentiate the son from angels. says, angels, angels are ministering spirits sent to minister to those who have been saved. So the son is not an angel. The son is God himself. What am I doing? I'm doing a, a vision, a recap of what we have done so far so we can push it further. All right? Good? Yes. Glory to God. John 20, 24. John 20, 24. John 20, 24. John 20, now, 24 Tom, to 25. Now, Tom, Thomas, Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord, but he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Take the kids, 24. 24. 24. Yeah. Now, Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where he, the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. See that? So, Thomas, on seeing the risen Christ, God convinced that my Lord and my God and worshipped him as God. 29, 29, 30. 29, 30. 29, 30. 29, 30, the same chapter. 29 and 30. Are we learning? Glory to God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have, have not seen and yet have believed. 30. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. You see? So John saying, I wrote this book to show you the deity of the Christ. That is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life. All right? So when we see people object on his deity, it's because they confuse the fact that he came as man, okay, and is also God. They find his dual nature hard to marry. 
They, they also confuse, you know, when the Bible says in Deuteronomy, um, and in Mark, where Christ quoted it, that the Lord your God is one. Now, so they find it hard to marry that how can God be one and yet be three? We will explain further as we go on, okay? But this is in scripture. For example, Genesis 1. Genesis 1, 1 says, In the beginning, the Elohim made the heavens and the earth. And the Elohim there is a plural word. The Elohim is a plural word. So even from the beginning, the first thing we read in the Bible is that the Elohim, God won, yet in three persons. 26, it says, Let us make man. Again, God speaking to God. Let us make man to show there are more than one persons in the Godhead. Okay? So they, they might have it confused, but it is all over scripture. I'll just believe scripture for what it is, okay? So, um, so, these objections, okay? When they say God is spirit, how can it now be, you know, flesh and bone and still be God? There are issues. How can God have a beginning? Because they, 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 they read the Bible wrong. So, his flesh had a beginning, but the spirit was always in existence, okay? As God in the spirit, he was he always was, okay? But his flesh had a beginning at the incarnation. They say God is not man. The just Christ is man. How can he be God? Again, okay, he came to the earth. Okay? He came to the earth in, in the flesh. Okay? So they said things like him, but he prayed. How can he be God and yet pray? Okay? How can he say, the Father sent me? Okay? Now, number one, the two answers to this, okay, that I'll see as we go further. That um, when he came as man, he laid aside some, 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 some divine prerogatives. He laid aside some divine prerogatives so, as he can, so he can fully live as man in our context. So he prayed to God as a man will pray to God. Do you understand? One of the like him, the Father sent me. Two answers, okay? Of course, number one, he came in the flesh. Number two, now, in, 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 in the divinity, in, in the trinity, there is, we have roles, equal essence, Different roles. Okay? So, as regards redemption, equal essence, different roles. The Father wills, the Father sends, the Son executes, the Spirit seals our redemption. Okay? So, when we understand these things, it's easier to understand the objections and to have, you know, to have access to the objections. All right? People say things like, you know, he said to that, that, that show that he didn't always know everything. And we say again, when he came in the flesh, he did aside some of his divine prerogatives. Okay? So, it didn't always be display the Godhead at will. Do you understand? It led, it's, it's, it's a very progressive so he can function as man in our context. Someone said, but you know, they call it the begotten. You know, that that means it's created. Okay? You have to be careful, okay? We said the begotten there is, the, the word there is monogenic. It means one and only. One and only. Unique son of God. Someone but the Bible says that, you know, that God begat the Son. Amen. Glory to God. And we say the begat and create are different things. Begat and create are different things. Now, when you create something, look at that. When you create something, you know, it does not look, in, what you create is, is, not, is, not, is not like you. For example, I make a laptop. I give birth to a child. The child is my kind of person, my being. The, the laptop is what? My work of my hand. There are two different things. Do you understand? So when we talk about Christ being begotten, it just, it just makes us clear in human language that, that the son is like the father. 
same essence. It's just talking in our, in, our, in, our, in, our, in our language, in our context, that the son is like the father. Okay, so the creation and the God are two different things. What I, what I give birth to is me, is my essence, my form, is my, is, is human being like me. What I make is what my creation are two different things, okay? So creation is not begetting. You understand? Glory to God. Am I making sense? Is, is, it, is it clear stuff up for you? Are you push sure? <laughs> All right. So we go, we go, we go further. All right? So I said before, we'll see same nature, same essence, different administrative rules. Okay, we'll also see the kenosis, that Christ himself willingly laid aside some of, some of, some of, some of, some of his um, expression of divinity to the, so that he can function as man in our context. So we'll also see what they call the static union, the static union, the hypostatic union. The hypostatic union. That's talking about Christ having the human nature and the divine nature. Each in, each in its completeness, okay, together in one person. Amen. Amen. Alright, so we should know these things, okay? There was God and he was man. Alright? So we'll see as God, he was worshipped. As man, he worshipped the Father. He was called God, was also called man. Okay? He was called, he was, he was prayed to, he also prayed. He was sinless, yet he was tempted. He knew all things, yet grew in wisdom. He gives another life, yet he died. Okay? To so see that he had both the God, you know, he was both God and man. Fully God, fully man. Alright? So, his flesh was not type of flesh. His flesh was real flesh. Some say his flesh was an illusion. His flesh was real flesh. It was real, okay? That's why he was hungry. No, he was hungry. He sent for food. He bled. Blood came out. Not gold, you know. Yeah. To show fully man, fully, fully God. Okay, now must, this must be clear. That the apostles never, never targeted on this. This was clear to them. They never targeted on this principle that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. They had full agreement on this, okay? They had other issues, though, like when they were arguing circumcision, circumcision, clinical, clinical, and all that. But on, 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 on the day of Jesus Christ, they all had, it was never, never in doubt. Okay? So, one we'll, we'll let the Bible speak to us. This is a lot clearer, okay? So, just, you know, read for. Understand. People say Paul brought all these things up, but it's madness. Because John said it. It's in, it's in, it's in, it's in Peter. It's in Matthew. It's in Mark. It's in Luke. It's not a Paul thing. People like to abuse. I don't know what Paul did for people. And this person is Paul. Like, Paul is our favorite enemy. No, it's not, it's, it's, it's not Paul. This is not Paul's, Paul, Paul's doing. Before Paul knew Christ, people worshipped him as, as God. Thomas in John 20. Paul was not the picture then. So it's not, it's not a Paul thingy. You know, people, people say, so, I'm like, this ignorance is so shocking. I'm, and my, this is my, my biggest annoyance. That we said this thing with so much boldness. I'm like, how can you be so bold on crap? As in, how can you be so bold on as in and it, it makes zero, not even absent, zero. Okay? But I always say, bold speech is not equal to accuracy. For example, let, let, let's, let's take an example in our day. Chloroquine. Chloroquine for, for, for corona. Doctor will shout, it's good, it's not good. You layman will shout, it's not good. You don't, what do you know about it? You know my point is some this is some lay people on, on this on this COVID, on this um, chloroquine issue on Facebook. I'm like, why are you so bold on it? You, didn't know, you don't know. Someone says chloroquine is the best. With the last one, another person says is bad. Two people with both voices. What do you believe? So it's why you don't live on both voices. Amen. Someone says corona was manufactured with boldness. Someone says, yeah, everybody's talking boldly on crap. So you, you cannot build your life on bold speech. 
Amen. I see every day on Twitter, you say this tradition. But this is my point, okay? Boldness is not a proof of truth in any way. When the missionaries came to Nigeria, to Africa, they brought Christianity down to Africa. Are you a joker? I Christianity to Africa. Christianity to Africa. They brought them to Africa. Christianity. Do you even read small history? Just read, read, just read a little. As in, read a little. Just read small. Small. Ethiopia, Egypt. Read small. Okay? But because people don't read, Make both claims now believe that they, they came with their slavery to you know, this is my point, okay? Study. If you don't study, they will shame you in this life. Okay? I saw something. And that's my this is my point. That people talk <laughs> thank you for that feedback. People, everybody talks boldly. Some I saw some days back about the about the word of God on Facebook. You know, that the Bible is not is not God's word, it's gonna come in the corner it contains God's word, it's not God's word. See. If you don't know, if you don't study, they will shame you. And you say, you say yes, it's true. No, because, yes, the person I replied and say, ah, yes, so it's true. I agree with you, man of God. All right? So the, the, the Nicene Creed. Have to screen, the Nicene Creed. The Nicene Creed. Now, we know about, about, about what happened about, at, at Nicaea. When Arios, you know, Arios, chief heretic, in that dispensation, he said the Son of God is not, it's not God. That is, you know, man or at best a special angel. But it's not God, okay? And they had, you know, um, a conference. Yeah, they had a conference in the 5 AD where all, all the churches that came together and they talked about, they debated it, okay? And this is, this is the conclusion. After, after this, Arius was banned from the church. They pursued the guy, okay? Because of politics, the guy came back here. It was, it was crazy. But the guy came back here, but was banned for a while. So this is what they came together. This is the creed. Now, this is what happens to, uh, about the faith. Now, when issues come up like this, the church does come together and use, they use a creed to define what we believe. So these creeds are from meetings where this is what we, this is what we stand on. So these creeds are from here. They are a they are, result they are of, of, of heresies. Now, in a way, we thank God for the heresies because now it made the church, any church, document what we believe. So some of the books of the Bible also is because they were responding to issues. Like the books, books of John, first John, he was responding to issues. Paul's books also were letters, letters responding to other letters. So because of the issues they had, they documented it. Thank God for the issues. Because it's why we have a lot of documentation. Because of the issues that they faced. Alright? So let's go together. Once you go, help me with the mic. Okay? Are ready? Once you go, we, we believe, believe in, in one God, God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and the earth, and in one Lord, and invisible, yeah. and in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the, the only Son of God, God begotten from, from the Father before all ages. Next page. God, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of the same essence as the Father, true in all things were made, for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, he became incarnate by the Holy Spirit, and the Virgin Mary. And he was made human. He was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. The third day he rose again, according to the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again with glory. Glory to judge the living and the dead. His kingdom will never end. And we believe, believe in the, in the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit 
the Lord, the giver of life. He proceeds from the Father and the Son, and with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified. He spoke through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We have found one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look forward to the resurrection of the dead and to life in the world to come. Amen. Amen. Catholic Church there means universal church. Doesn't mean Catholic Roman Catholic Church. Means universal universal church. Okay? So this is what we believe. Now, if not because I'm a partner, I had to do my research. I mean, maybe I don't have found that we have all these creeds. We Pentecostal Church, we are so lazy on theology. We don't know, we don't talk about creeds. We don't know what we believe. Just come and talk, faith, not bless you, not, you know, but there are things upon the faith and salvation is built on that we should know about. I didn't know about this maybe like last year or two years ago. I've been in church for how long? I've had to change how we do it, how we keep the faith in, in the Pentecostal churches. It has to have foundation. What we believe and why. When we hear the, the songs that they sing in those church churches, we wonder why they are old school. No, those songs are important songs to remind you what we believe. Now, for example, now, during this, this period, of, period of Arias, Arias being a very smart guy, being a very intellectual guy, his group will sing songs to, to Yab the other side. For it's, 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 their song says, this is, I, I can't remember the exact lyrics, their song says, you know, is, is made, it's not God. They have formed song on it. It can show you how powerful songs are. They form songs to show what they believe. So, this, our, our side also, Trinity side, sang their own song too, to reply them. Because songs reaffirm doctrine. It's why this is just to sing songs for vibes. No, songs are to reaffirm doctrine or to, 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 to edify the believer. It's not for entertainment. So all this, eh, be, get, get, get. I agree with you, sir. But hope you know what, what, what we are singing. No, no, hope you know what we are singing. It's fine to rababa. I agree with you. But hope we know that songs are beyond just entertainment. Hope we know it is worship and reaffirming doctrine. Don't you sing songs like that, that, that don't match up? Know what you are doing. Because the same way God sends the message through songs, the devil does also the same thing. Subtly taking off your salvation, your, your faith, by the songs. Just help you to take someone from your, from, from your standing with those wrong songs. What is it doing to you? Make you stand unsure. But when you sing songs that remind you of the truth, you stand stable. It goes into your subconscious. Pretty important. So I look for the, I don't remember the song of the, the other side. I'll sing when I remember. All right. But you get my point here. Songs, worship, to affirm to affirm truth. Are we following? Yes. Yeah, I'm looking for the song. I don't know somewhere. Can you remember this song? Glory. It's, it's, it's another song, okay, but it says the same thing, and it's popular amongst Methodist, Anglican, Catholic. Glory to the Father, glory to the Son, glory to the Spirit. Eh, as was in the beginning, if now and forever shall be without end. Those songs, those lines, are to reaffirm the Trinity, what we believe. Do you understand? When we hear, praise God from whom all blessings flow, praise Him all creatures here below, praise Him above ye heavenly hosts, praise Father. No, what's he saying? Reaffirming again what we believe. Okay? Are we good? Yes. So the kenosis. The kenosis. Philippians 2, 5 to 11. Looks like Bible school, but we'll be all right. Philippians 2, 5 to 11. Philippians 2, 5 to 11. Praise Father, Son, and 
in your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. So again, it makes it clear. Who being in very nature God. All right? Go on. Verse 7. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. Yeah. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. First Timothy 16. First Timothy 16. First Timothy 316. First Timothy 316. Again, please help yourself, okay? Yeah, this is from the beginning, so you can better understand Be the train of thoughts. Yeah. Beyond all question, the mystery from which true godliness springs is great. He appeared in the flesh, was vindicated by the Spirit, was seen by angels, was preached among the nations, was believed on in the world, was taken up in glory. Hallelujah. So, Genesis 3 says that, that Christ gave us some of his divine, divine attributes, but what was on earth, so that he could function as a man. He didn't stop being God. He was always God, always God. But he didn't, he didn't fully express his divinity. Okay? It's why, it's why it's on part, you see that he didn't act omniscient, you know, omnipresent, or omnipotence. Okay? So when he took on, the, when he took on flesh, he took on our context. So he, was not, he didn't fully live out his divinity. Call it the kenosis. Alright? So he did it voluntary so that, so that he could function as a man and be, you know, fitness to be our redeemer, as I said last week. Okay? Some, some people say, how will God, you know, deprive himself of being God? Yes, only God can do it, of, of acting as God. Because he's God, why he can also do it? Only God could do it, and only God did it. That's why he could, he could hold back those attributes and function in man's context. Only God could do it. So, it, it, it's more of a display of God's elegance than, than to say, it's not God. No, it was displaying the elegance of God. How far God can go and what God can do. That God, that, that God can come in the flesh and hold back some attributes. Function as man. Live in our context. Alright? So, Genesis what there means, people use as, as, as he emptied himself. He didn't empty himself. The, the better word, he deprived himself, not empty. Because God, God cannot empty out, empty out being God. God always be God, okay? So, he didn't stop being God. He didn't empty his, his, his deity. But he, he deprived himself of using his deity. Is that good? Okay, he held it back. Not, not, that, not that he, he, he treated me. No, God, God, God cannot stop being God. God cannot stop being God, okay? But he deprived himself. That's why he was still worshipped, even as man. I was worshipped because he was God. But okay, but he didn't fully express his deity. How do we know that, right? Okay? So we'll see number one. He, was, he, he came as a child. God came in the flesh as a baby. And he grew in wisdom. He grew in wisdom. God grew in So you see the kenosis, he laid it aside. So he grew in wisdom like, like every child will grow. He was trained. Sit down, stand up. Don't go there. He grew in wisdom. Amen. All right? So we see he was tempted. He was hungry. He thirsted. He was fatigued. He cried. Okay? 
He wept actually. He shed blood. He died. He had a genealogy to show, you know, he came as a man and lived in our context. Normally, God is everywhere, but Christ Christ was not everyone was on the earth. God is all-powerful. Christ Christ, he, he didn't display all-powerfulness. God is all-knowing, okay? But Christ, not, for example, when, when, the, when the man showed blood touched me and he asked, who touched me? As God, he would know, but he deprived himself and asked, who touched me? So he functioned in our context, not, not using his full nature. Otherwise, he wants want to ask. So he, that's what we call the kenosis, that Christ deprived himself of his full, you know, full nature of his, um, of his deity. All right? So he was always divine. That was the claim. He was always divine. He did not cease being God. Okay? He was still divinity, even though he was in the flesh. Okay? But he was truly human at the same time, truly God. So he did this to function our cause. Why was in Acts 38 that he went about doing good, doing what? You know, because God was with him. He, he, he operated as one under the, under the anointing of God, okay? Fully depending on God's anointing to perform his, his, his role. Someone will say everywhere, he will say, you know, I, I do, I do, I do my father shows me what, is, what it says I speak. He was showing as a man, you know, leaning on God, okay, for, 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 for effectiveness, okay? So he came to function in our con- John, John 5. John 5. I can hear your voice here. Are you guys good? John 5, 19. John 5, 19. John 5, 19. Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son does also. Verse 30. 30. 30. Yeah. Is it? By myself, I can do nothing. I judge only as I hear. And my judgment is just. For I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. Do that. John 6.38. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. 7.16. Jesus answered, My teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. So we see all true. He lived as somebody fully dependent on God. Okay? Not personally, you know, using all his attributes, but living as one dependent on God. So we see his full deity, and we see his was deity, was also man. Fully God, fully man. We call it the hypostatic union. Good? Clear? Sincerely, clear? Question? Anybody else with a question? Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.